You're listening to the Strategy in Small Doses podcast, the show that gives you short, story-based strategy sessions to which you can easily relate and take immediate action. Each episode is aimed to help you reduce the overwhelm, create massive clarity, instill you with the confidence you need to grow your business, and create a clear plan to get you there. So let's dive in with business strategist, mastermind facilitator, productivity expert, and your biz bestie host, Michelle Denio. Hey everybody, quick, exciting announcement. I want to share with each and every one of you listening to this podcast that I have opened up a new Facebook community, fully booked solopreneur and freelancer. And I want to invite each and every single one of you listening to this podcast to join and start connecting. The reason I opened up a Facebook community is because I want to be able to dive deeper with you in regards to some of these podcast episodes. I'm sure after you listen, you may have questions. You want to, you know, dive a little bit deeper into the topic. And I want to be available to answer those questions. And I can't really do that just through this podcast. So the Facebook community is where I will be answering your questions. We'll be doing live Q&A sessions every single week with the episodes um, from that week free trainings, some master classes scheduled, all kinds of fun content, amazing connections to be made. So please take a minute, click the link in the show notes, or head on over to Facebook and search fully booked solopreneurs and freelancers. Click the join button and I will see you on the inside. Talk to you soon. Hey everyone, welcome back to Strategy in Small Doses. I know I always say that, but I am truly appreciative that you keep on coming back. Um, It's been a while since I mentioned it, but please, if you are enjoying this podcast, please, please, please share it with your friends, share it with your audience, share it with your Facebook groups, share it with your email list, Um, especially if there's an episode that you specifically resonate with and you know that your audience could benefit from it. I really, really would appreciate it if you share it. Um, Today, we are diving into the um, ever-evolving and constant question of passive income. Should I create, I really want to create a passive income stream. Should I create a passive income stream in my business? And I really want to talk about that. And so I'm going to start with the actual definition of passive. So passive income is money earned from an enterprise with little or no ongoing effort involved but most likely the upfront investment of a passive income stream took time and money. Um, I don't remember where I found that quote. Um, I believe it was on entrepreneur. I'd have to look that up. Um, Anyway, the key factor here, time and money involved up front. Okay. This is like one of the things, there's so many key factors you need to keep in mind here, but number one, creating a passive income offer requires time and money up front. And usually it's a fair amount. It's a substantial amount of time and money. Um, Time being if you're trying to do it yourself, money if you're trying to outsource it, um, etc. Okay, so that's number one. Number one is that don't think that you can just magically create this. Okay, number two is that passive income offers still need to be sold. Okay, everything you create still needs to sell. So just because you've put, maybe you're willing to put the time and money up front and you create this offer, but you still have to remember it's got to be sold. Okay. Your audience still needs to know it exists. You still need to promote it. You still, you still got to let them know like, Hey, here's my newest offer. And you 
you know, you need to buy it, right? Okay, so I'm gonna give you an example. There's a coach that I follow. She has these $7 offers, right? There, she's got a slew of them. They're seven bucks, they're easy peasy. That's passive, right? She's put the money up front. Um, she's created them. They're really hot. You know, they're usually pretty big offers and they're only $7, but she includes it in every single one of her emails that go out usually at the bottom. There's a link to one of them. All right, but here's what you have to remember. That's passive for her, but you also have to remember she has an incredibly large audience. All right, so your audience size really, really, really well uh, plays a big role into passive offers, right? So if you have an audience of 200 people and you create a, a tiny offer or something less than 20, you know, $49 and they can buy it and you sell it to 10 people, well, that's only $490. Yes, it's passive, but again, you got to take into consideration how, like, can you keep selling this product to them? Do you have multiple different offers? Is it something where like this woman I follow who has the $7 offer, she's got, I don't know, 20 of them. So maybe you buy one $7 offer, then you need another one. But again, all of them that you create have to be sold. You know, so do you have the bandwidth? Do you have the audience size? What is your audience size? And do you have the bandwidth or the time and the money to put into it to actually promote it, okay? The other key thing that you really want to think about here is who is your market for this offer? Usually a passive income offer is not high ticket. Um, it's usually a lower ticket offer. So what you don't want to do is negate your high ticket offer, right? Unless you have are maxed out and you're fully booked with your high ticket offer and now you're looking to pivot and create income in another way. But is it the same audience or is it a different audience? Like, are you using your passive income offer as like your low entry point, get them in the door, and then they'll gradually move up with you through your high ticket? Or is your low income or your passive offer like a completely different audience where they can just buy it, take it, run with it, and leave, right? Is it a completely different audience? Is it the same audience? Does it negate what you're doing? Does it complement what you're doing? So you really need to think about all of these things when it comes to this passive income stream, right? If you look at all of these tiny offers or these people that are putting ads behind it, their ad spend, I follow a copywriter who actually really shared her behind the scenes numbers. She has a tiny income, a tiny offer that is, um, it's passive and it's extremely successful. And I think last year it made her like $100,000, but she put 50,000 of that or more, I think, into ad spend, okay? So that's a key, you gotta think about that, right? So $50,000 in ad spend, plus that doesn't include whoever's managing her ads, that doesn't include her web designer, that doesn't include her graphic designer for her social posts, etc. So think of, you know, you, there's a lot of money involved on the back end, and so it's a really, it's a quantity game, okay? Passive is quantity. So you've got to look at your audience. You've got to look at your reach. Like, do you have the quantity of people? And if not, do you have the um, dis like resources to put into ad spend, okay? You're looking at a lot of ad spend to really get a massive reach on that, okay? Um, but here's the other thing. Think about it from a different perspective. If you really want to create a passive income offer, it doesn't have to be like a DIY course, okay? It can be um, products. Do you have a product that you love that you know you enjoy and you wanna create like a product that complements your business? So it could be like templates or it could be 
planners, like physical products, like office supplies? Is it something, you know, bracelets, if you're like into crystals and yoga, like are those like products that you can create? Again, you still have to make them, but is it passive? Is there like a drop shipping option where people you can design it once, like maybe fulfillment by Amazon, that's fairly passive. Passive income could be a completely unrelated to your current business. Like, do you have another passion or another hobby that you want to pursue and you want to create this passive income offer that is completely unrelated to your business? You can think of it that way too, all right? So there's just a lot of factors. Passive income is great. It really is amazing, right? This whole like sitting on the beach, getting PayPal notifications, my phone's dinging all the time and I'm making all this money. Yay, like who doesn't want that, right? But again, remember, you really have to make sure it's money, time, and money up front, right? It doesn't become passive until your time and money up front is made back, all right? So action steps. If you really want to create a passive income offer, if you're looking at it and you want to you know, add this into your business model, number one, how will you sell this offer? Do you have the audience for it? and the budget for it, right? Because if you're gonna switch to this income stream and it's lower ticket, how many do you have to sell to make up for your high ticket right now? Because many of you that listen to this podcast, maybe you're not quite fully booked, maybe you're not on, you don't have like a waiting list or something of that sort, right? So if you're not completely booked out, like is, this going to take your attention away from that? And if so, are you willing to do that? And who are you gonna sell it to and how are you gonna sell it? Like, do you have a budget for ads? Do you have an audience where you can just start sharing this with them and they're ready and willing to buy because they know, like, and trust you and no matter what you put out, they'll buy? Like, those type things, you really gotta think about it, right? Okay, because passive income does require a lot of time, energy, and resources up front. So yes, they can be very, very successful. Yes, I fully believe in having multiple different income streams. I love the idea of passive income. Who doesn't want to sit on the beach? But I want you to be realistic about it. That's my point. Okay. That's the whole point of this. If you're ready to implement it, lay out all the factors first. What all of the pieces that go into it. Okay, do you need software if you're going to do a course? Do you need um, ad budget? Do you need a graphic designer? Do you need a web designer? Do you need a copywriter to write your conversion page, like your sales page? All of the things, like look at all of the costs up front. Look at all of the time it's going to take you up front. And then figure out how many of them do you have to sell to make up for your time and money up front? And is this something that can live on forever? Or is it going to run its course and then you're going to want something new, right? A lot of factors here, okay? I'm happy to chat with you about it. If it's something you're considering, if you've got an idea and you want to talk about it, you know, don't hesitate to reach out. I'm more than happy to chat with you about it. I just like to always keep it real and give you the facts, okay? So I will talk to you soon. If you have any questions, reach out and uh, see you next episode. Thanks so much for listening. This podcast was designed to help you. If you have a specific topic or struggle you would like Michelle to cover, please feel free to send them her way. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with others, post about it, and tag Michelle on social media, or leave a rating and review. For even more strategy tips and tricks, subscribe to her bi-monthly newsletter as she sends out exclusive bonus episodes to her email list only. Thanks again, and see you next time on the Strategy in Small Doses podcast.